Blog Talk Radio. I made it, I made it, I made it, I made it. 
been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength in our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life eternal life God we pray oh God today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you Lord bind the hand of the devil God rebuke the hand of the enemy Lord God let your anointing that resonates in this place even now God let there be an outpouring on your people we need you God to take us to another level in you Lord God we're faced with demonic forces God evil spirits have come up against us Lord and we need to be fortified with your power God we can't make it on our own strength God we don't have enough to stand on Lord but we know God that your joy is our strength fill us up on today in the name of Jesus somebody have come this morning burdened down God with the issues of life God somebody God is in the battle of their life somebody's God fighting in their mind and in their spirit Lord where the devil have come in to war against them Lord but we thank you God because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world God we know God that you are a deliverer Lord that you're the same yesterday today and forever and you're no short of your promise Lord and you're able to deliver us Lord touch us on today Lord we need you like never before fill us 
us up with the Holy Ghost, God, uh, and give us a refilling, Lord. Uh, but when we leave here today, Lord, uh, we can leave with your anointing, Lord, uh, that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, uh, they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Uh, we thank you because you are a healer. Uh, you're the God that healeth thee, uh, and healing is in your wings, uh, and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Uh, you're able to save our troubled souls. Uh, and in the name of Jesus, uh, bind every demon, Lord, uh, every demonic force, Lord, uh, God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord, uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you, Lord, uh, because we know for every right desire, uh, there is an answer. Uh, and Jesus, you're that answer. Uh, there's no need for us, God, uh, to turn hither or thither, Lord. Uh, we need but to look for you, Lord, uh, because you're the answer, God, uh, for our troubled lives, Lord. Uh, touch on the day, God. Uh, break every yoke, oh God. Uh, save on the day, God. Uh, Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise and we'll bless you Lord yes we thank you Lord and we bless your holy name come on open your mouth and give the Lord some praise
Hallelujah, hallelujah this morning. I thank God for another Wednesday morning. I wanted to call it Thursday so bad, y'all. But it's Wednesday morning. And we are grateful unto Almighty God for bringing us this far in this week. Yeah, storm. (laughs) They say hurricane and one right behind that one. Well, we are, the winds are very high today, a little rough over here. But nonetheless, God is still God. Yeah. And he won't change. And he yet loves his people. And the scripture says again this morning, if he be for us, he is more than the whole world against us. Now, that's his word. That's not mine. And we can trust his word because his word holds truth. Yeah. The heavens and earth have passed away before one little jot or one little tilt, one little anything of his word falls. It's a lie. Heaven and earth to pass away first. God has said what he meant, and he has meant what he said. And I promise you, he won't change. Now, we may change, but he won't do it. He was that way yesterday. He's that way today. And he will be that way forevermore. And I'm grateful unto a truthful God. A God that has said what he meant, meant what he said, and tomorrow it will be the same thing. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to have no doubt over it. All I got to do is believe and trust what his word says, and I am good. Hallelujah. So I was looking at that, and in a sense, I'm going to ask y'all to pray for Sister Dot this morning. She have an appointment. So I need y'all to pray that all goes well with her appointment today. And uh, Brother Lou, how is that I feeling? How you I feel in the day? Yeah, it's, 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 it's really a lot going on right now. Uh, the voting and the this and the that, and they uh, had some this and that on it. But guess what? I, I kept right on going. I'm, I'm so sorry. I kept right on about my business in Jesus because he's the way, the truth, and the light. And if the earth is here, the fullness of the world and they that dwell therein, Believe it or not, God is going to have the last word on everything and everybody. I don't get into it too deep like that, but I pray, I pray, and I keep it moving. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. So we're going to pray, too, for Sister Dot this morning that God would, I prayed already that he would bless this appointment in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we come before you asking that you would do this for Sister Dot. Uh, on a second thing, a, a second round, God, I'm going to call it. And, Lord, I ask that you would move for quickly in the precious name of Jesus. Take all fear, take all doubt away. And, Father, let her remember you love her. Hallelujah. And that she can cast her cares upon you, for you cared for her. We ask that all goes well, be way beyond what she could ever imagine. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He says, still a bit sore. Okay. Okay, brother. Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, do it for him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So look, I want to go back to this just right quick. This is what the words say now. I mean, I, I have nothing 
you know, to do with what his word says, but I have everything to do with obeying what his word says. Yeah, I do. So in verse 2 of Psalms 57, it says, I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things. Look what it says, for me. He didn't say, as you do it, he said, for me. Now, that's what he said, and I believe it right now. If we look at the fourth verse, it says this, for my soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue are sharp sword. But I'm going back to two now. I will cry unto God, unto God most high. Unto God that performeth all things for me. So according to this, this is another reason why I'm, I'm really not so concerned about the election and uh, who's going to win right now and yada, yada, yada. Because I know God has it all in control. I know that he's for us. And if he be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. Because when I look out in the world and I see these worldly people and they're doing their own thing, I just can't jump on board. Because I must be led by the Spirit of God. I must be led in the things that I'm doing. Now, you know the enemy come to us and talk to us. You're you going to let them do that? you going to let them? Remember in 1930 they did this to you? They did that to you in 1930, <laughs> and here it is, 22, and they come and thinking you're supposed to be, yep, you said love your enemies. So if you got to love your enemies, you got to forgive people, and you should have forgiven them way back there in 1930 and moved on. God is faithful. And today we've learned to keep people in prayer. We don't come against nobody. We pray for people. Hallelujah. Not our will, but his will be done. So I'm looking at this this morning. And uh, the Lord gave me the topic the other day. I think it was on Monday. Our relationship with God. Only the believer have a relationship with God. Did you know that? Because if we don't believe, we're not a his. If we don't obey him, we don't belong to him. Now, that's what he said. I didn't say it. And people get upset with me for bringing that out, but that's what he said. If we don't obey him, we don't belong to him. So only the believer have a relationship with God. Only the believer belongs to God. That's what he said. We belong to God if we have received his son and obey his word. Not everyone believes in God. There are a few things uh people must do to come to God. We must believe that he is, that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. We must go to the altar. Yeah. There, there are a few things we got to do. The main thing is to believe there is a God and seek for him. But that's if you're not a believer and that's if you haven't received him as your Lord and Savior yet. There are a few things you have to do. Because some people went to church and they 
heard a sermon and it sounded good because the organ was backing him up, you know, backing the preacher up. You know, they was dressed up that Sunday and they felt good, had a nice breakfast, you know, and at the church they was going to a decent lunch and they were just feeling good that day. So they went, you know, doing church. They raised their hand a couple of times to the music because they didn't even understand what the preacher was saying. He was hooting. So if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I bid you to do that today. Yeah, I beseech you to, I beg you really to seek the Lord, cry out to him today. You don't have to tell nobody what you're doing. Do it. Trust him and have patience. He's coming in to see about you. I want to read that little bit this morning. And also, can you describe your relationship with God and his son, Jesus? Can you describe that for yourself? Or do you have to get it from somewhere else? Do you have to call somebody? Or do you have to ask somebody? Or do you know what your your true relationship is with God for yourself? So if you know your true relationship, you can describe it. Number one, he's my creator. I got to put that in there. That's the relationship. He created me. And he created me for a purpose. After he created me, um, I learned about him. I believed and I received him. He became my Lord and Savior. He's my friend. He's a relative. He's my all in all. He's my king. In a little while, well, right now I'm engaged to him, but in a little while there's going to be a marriage, and I'm going to be married to him. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I, I, I often say the wedding has already go, gone on because when I went to the altar, I said, I do. <laughs> I do receive him as my Lord and Savior. I do believe, God, you so love me, you sent your only begotten son. I do believe you've forgiven me when I ask for forgiveness of all my sins and wrongdoings and wrong thoughts, wrong speakings and wrong things. I do believe you forgave me. Yeah. So if he said he's married to the backslider, that means the saved already married him. The believer has already married him. So if you can describe your relationship with God and his son, Jesus, the next thing is what kind of relationship do you have? I just described mine. What kind of relationship do you really have with God? Is he your boo? Is he your friend, you know, like your regular friends? Or is, you know, because the friend he is to me, he's a friend that stick closer than any brother. Are you girlfriend and boyfriend, a boyfriend and girlfriend? Are you engaged to him? Uh, are you married to him? Is he a relative? Is he your Lord and master, your savior, your king, your creator? Are these just maybe things that I put here, but you don't know about these things because he's none of this to you. You don't quite understand this because you can't even describe your relationship with him. So uh, 
you can't, you know, talk about what kind of relationship you have with him. And then it, 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 when they ask you, say, who is God? You, you don't know. I'm talking about people that say they saved because they went to church. I'm not talking about the true believer. Mm-hmm. The saints of God, the Christians. And not those Christians just following them to see what's going on up for the fish in the load, but true Christians that's living the word the best that they can. They're obedient. Yeah. So I wanted to try to share with you a little bit who God is and what he should be to you, what you should know about him. God is our creator. This that same God that in the beginning he created the heaven and the earth and all he decided to make. He made the waters, changed the darkness to light, Remember, call the light the day and the dark night. Uh, he made the garden. He did all kind of stuff. But he went on to save the best for last. Look at this. He, he really did save the best for last. Man and woman. He made them last. Remember that? And when he got through, he looked at all he made and he saw that it was good. And he loved man. It's the generic term again this morning, man or woman. He loved man. Yes, he did. And man became disobedient. Because he's always looking for more. Man is always looking for what he thinks is wisdom. The day the believer, the day the Christian, the day the saint of God received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they become the wise, they became the wisest person that they could ever be. But we got to stay with him. We can't give more to the world than we give to him and we want to be wise. We got to give more to God than we give to man. Let's go to the next one. What is God to you? What is God calling me in now? What is God to you? Let's just think about that just for a few minutes. I got to call uh, Rose Brown in, but what is God to you? And how do you see him in your life? What 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 is it that he's doing for you? What is it that he has done for you? I can't get it to work this morning. I'm trying to do too much. Okay. Has he been there for you the entire time? As he walked away from you and left you alone and said, I'm through with her, I'm through with him, I'm not doing any more for them. I don't like them no more. He did this or he did that. So I don't particularly care for them anymore. So he created us. 
But we got to remember this, and I have to remember it too. Because I love him, and I think everybody should, but that's not true. He created us. But to many, that means nothing. Because they don't believe. He is just that, our creator. See, they don't believe he's just that now, our creator. And then the believer, the, the Christian, you know, the saints of God, sometimes there's, there are periods where they forget, believe it or not. I have to repent because there are periods when I forget because I want to do something myself. <clears throat> today, I just don't feel like it. So today, I, I decide I'm going to just take me a break on the couch. And when I come to myself, I tell myself, you forgot God is. <laughs> How do you take a day off? You may not do this and you may not do that for people, but you got to pray. You got to get in the word. I thank God for the cell phone. I know a lot of, especially that Apple one. I know a lot of people say the cell phone is the devil and all of this. But I use it for what's good for me. I use it to look up that King James Version with the big letters. (laughs) And I can be sitting at the counter cooking and looking at my phone every now and then because I'm reading the next, AA, the next verse. I I can be eating something and, and, and talking to him. Because, see, it's two. Just like God and Jesus, it's, it's two of you in a way. You got your natural self and then you got the spiritual self. I'm natural Barbara and I'm spiritual Barbara. But yet I'm one Barbara. I belong to Barbara and Barbara belong to me. Oh, glory to your name. Mm-mm-mm. So we 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 gotta go to God for everything. He gonna he, he's going to do it for us anyway. But he said too in his word, we have not because we ask not. And a lot of times we just hyped up on us and on what we feeling and what we can accomplish. Now I read this one. Uh, clip, it says, what God means to me. And it said, God is the redemption of solitude. God is the redemption of solitude. And solitude says our situation of being alone, loneliness, remoteness, isolation, seclusion, retirement. Solitude. Alone are uninhabited place. So th- this is what I found out. The God is the redemption of solitude. And, and if we remember, he redeemed us back to himself. In the same one that says, what God means to me, the person, this is the writing that they wrote. God is the self-created creator of all things. I like the way he said it right there, right there. God is the self-created creator of all things. 
Nobody created him. He, cre he created it and them. <laughs> I like that right there. Nobody created God. God is the self-created, creator of all things. He, he created everything. I didn't create me. God created me in his image. Jesus was there. He was the word and said, let us make man. Who is a person like you? God, the self-created creator, made you. The person like you. And me. The font of love. For God is love. The judge of human action. And the refuge of all who suffer. Huh? Come unto me. All that are burdened and heavy laden. I will give you rest. He's for the brokenhearted, them that feel down and out. You're lonely. You feel like you don't have nobody on your side. Everybody's against you. He's there for you. My idea of God is when you are so diminished as an individual that in your nothingness, you can participate in the whole. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, I love that right there. Listen, he's saying, my idea of God is when you are so diminished as an individual that in your nothingness, you can participate in the whole. Listen, for me, it, I, I, I'm going through the storm and lots of rain. Or let's say I'm going through the storm and lots of rain. All kind of hell and broke loose around me. Then I'm traumatizing stuff in my family. Oh, I done got some traumatizing news about myself. Yet, I can sit and talk to him. Yet, he's there for me. He was there when they gave me all this kind of news and things. He was there when I lost a loved one. He was there when I got the bad diagnosis from the doctor. Because he's been there all the time. I'm really nothing. I'm really nothing and nobody. But because of him, I, I, I just feel so wonderful. Because I'm a part of him and I gave him my life. I'm new now. I, I'm no longer that old person. Everything changed about me. I don't want a club no more. That's not the scene of God. You're not going to feel the spirit in that. I'm not the, the I don't want to drink all the drinks. I don't want to smoke no weed. I, I, I don't want to lay with people I'm not married to. I really don't want to treat nobody wrong. I want to be there for people if, if he's leading and guiding me and this is what he would have me to do. What God means to me Basically, he means everything. Because without him, I wouldn't exist. Without him, I can do nothing. I need him. I'm going back to look at Psalms 57 and 2. I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. 
He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that will swallow me up. Salah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. Verse 4, it says, my soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongues are sharp swords. Yet, verse 5 says, be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let that glory be above all the earth. He has done so much for us. He is doing so much for us. But all we can think about is a job, a house on a hill with a dog named Fluffy, a car, I want this and I want that and I should have. It's just ridiculous. Our focus should be on him. A lot of things happen to us and with us because of our focus. How many people do you witness to? How many times have you gone out to spread the good news of Jesus? In our older years, he slowed many of us down. Many of us, he he slowed down. He didn't stop us now because we'll never retire. But he saw what we needed. Because remember, he looked beyond. Hallelujah. All my faults. And so, my knees, amazing grace, oh, I love it, shall always be my song of praise in that early morning voice. For it was grace that bought my liberty. The grace of God bought my freedom. Hallelujah. I'm free today. I'm free today. Whom the Son set free is free indeed, but we must have the Son. Yeah. But we're back to this, our relationship with God. And it's the individual thing because you got to go individually for yourself. Yeah. What is God's purpose for your life? Let's go back to who is God and what he does. God is all-knowing. They call him omnipotent. Omnipotent. I'm sorry, omnipotent. All-knowing. God, having created the universe himself, (laughs) knows it from the inside. You've heard people say, well, I don't know if the universe, huh? I can't worship a universe. I got to worship him that created the universe. Universe from the inside. God having created every person himself. He made us all for his pleasure. Know each person in the deepest way. God being perfect in goodness, perfect in power, and perfect in wisdom. Is righteousness, justice, and truth itself. Now that's who he is and what he does. Question says, what does God value in a person? Let's look at that. What does God value in a person? 
Tina, what does he value in you? My thought would be, what does he value in me? Generosity. This is the core Christian value of being kind and unselfish, especially with our money and time. <laughs> I can laugh. Because folks don't like giving up the money unless they're getting something for it. Now, I can speak all day long and they will agree many times with what I'm saying. But they're not getting up off them dollars, really, unless they get a word from God. And God can use me to prophesy a word. They say they're not going to give up off them dollars. They'd rather give it to a family member and go get high or drunk. I'm just telling you the truth. Then they give it to ministry. The value, I mean, this is the core Christian value of being kind and unselfish, especially with our money and time. You'll you know people. You, you, you can see it in them, Louis. You can see it in them, Louis. You'll see it. You'll know it. The next thing says courage. The value is characterized by boldness and confidence. Courage. The value is characterized by boldness and confidence. I can stand up in Walmart and teach the word. I can stand up in Walmart and declare that God so loved the world. Never think a second thought about it. It feels like the thing I should be doing. It feels right. It feels like, yeah, this is the norm for me. Opposite of fear. So the opposite of fear, he says, love. Love is a fundamental characteristic of God who is, and it's a value that is to describe his children as well. So if it describes us, when people look at us, it should, we should show love, for God is love. It's his characteristic. He's love. The sinning. You don't just cut them off and kill them. You're not instantly sent to hell. Love. He forgives. He gives us another chance. He overlooks some things. God. Jehovah. Oh, yeah. The next one says, what, what is God's want for you? What is God's want for you? He wants to fill us with the same he and the Father share. A love from before the foundation of the world that will endure long after the world is gone. That love will still be here. John says it. 1 John 4 and 8 over there says, For God is love. And he teach us to love. He teach us to be careful because of the Antichrist. He teach us to be careful because of this. <clears throat> People going to teach you not to give so quick. Every man for himself and God for us all. No, God is love. Generosity is in Christianity. Courage and boldness. Holiness. True saint of God. What is it God's want? What is it God wants for you? 
He wants to fill us with the same eternal, life-giving love that he and his father share, a love from before the foundation of the world that will endure long after this world is gone. It give me back up scriptures. You can go there. John 17 and 24. Ephesians 1 and 4. 1 Peter 1 and 20. I, I, I got to do them. I, I, I am so sorry. I got to go to John 17 and 24 right quick. It just said, did do it? Yeah. John 17 and 24. Because we got some time. And the 24th verse, we're coming up on it right now. All right. Let me go back to make sure that's right. Yeah, John 17 and 24. Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. For thou lovedest me before the foundation of the world. Huh? Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me. He gave it to the Son. The Son set me free. Let me where I am. That they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. For thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. I want to be with him all the time. I, I want to go back with him. I want to be with him right now. I want to spend time with him. I want to get to know more about him. Yeah, he's been too good to me. For me to put somebody else in his place. Yeah. Sister Ingrid and I was talking yesterday. And I, after the conversation, you know, I'm thinking, well, you know what? That may be my reason right there for wanting to be single. Because I want more of him. I desire more of his ways. And unless there's a true man of God. Unless there's a true man that loves him in the way that I do. I love him, respect him in the way that I respect him. Care for him in the way that I care for him. Understand it the way I, it, it won't work. Because how can two walk together except they agree? club. <laughs> that won't work. I'm going to be with God, but you're going to keep cussing. I know sometimes people tell you what other people said and they cuss because that's what the person said. But you're not walking around full of the bad words. He said, put that filthy communication out of your mouth. I did not say it. He said it. I'm repeating what he said. Father, 24, 17, John 17 and 24. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou lovedest me before the foundation of the world. When I look at 25, O righteous Father, the world has not known thee. But I have known thee, known that thou hast sent me. It's a few of us know that God sent his son. He come to do the will of the father. Not even his own will, but the will of Jehovah God. 
26 says, and I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherein thou hast loved me may be in them. To that love goes back to the love every time. Oh, did I lose Jesus in the morning? I'm just going on. Ah, I don't know if I logged out of blog talk. What did I do? Where's the studio? Oh, oh, let's see. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going on and on and on and on. Okay, we didn't lose nobody. We didn't lose nobody. Thank you, Jesus. So, listen. Our relationship with God is what we're talking about this morning. What kind of relationship you have with him? Who is he to you? Uh, God is our creator. Uh, again, what is God to you? He created us, but the minute, you know, it, it don't mean nothing because they don't believe. And there's a list of questions. And I got to go back to this one scripture. I, I, I mean, I got two more. Ephesians 1 and 4, when we're talking about what is what is God's want for you? What What is God want for you? Let's look at Ephesians 1 and 4. I'll give me a minute to get that. Well, I was going to let you read it, but I, I, I just had to do it. Chapter 1 and verse 4. And we're there. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Back to love. For God is love. And my relationship with him is love. When I look at the relationship, it just shows love. He's always there for me. I don't have to ask for too many things, but yet I have to ask for stuff. Because I have not, because I ask not. When I ask, it's, it's not too many things he haven't given me because I try not to ask amiss. I try to ask for things that's according to his word. And he's been showing me lately, you say you need money, money, money. Not really. I'm opening the door for it. Because remember, we want to build a, a, a community. Remember that? That's not lost on me. They that wait on the Lord, I got to wait on them. Verse 4 of Ephesians chapter 1 says, According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Let, let me say something about that right there. Remember me telling you about, he didn't just get up one day and say, You know what? I think I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to make Barbara after I make her decide what to do with her. Remember me telling you that? No. The day he decided to make me, he already knew before the foundation of the world. Before he brought the world, he already knew Barbara. He already knew what he would do with Barbara. He already knew what Barbara would go through. He already knew the bad that Barbara would do. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. In loving kindness, he drew me to him. 
even with the senior bishop, let me tell you. The day I met him, you could feel the love. And right back during them days, the thinner man being Christ, I wasn't in him yet. I said, you don't know me. I'm from Florida. And sashayed on up in the church, Jerry, like I was all of that. But as time progressed on, and I couldn't stay from over there. The spirit of the Lord was over there, and and when I went there, I was just blessed. In the beginning, I didn't even know, but I knew I didn't stay from over there. Love was over there because he showed me love. And I wasn't that way. I got saved, and the Lord filled me with his spirit and everything else. I wasn't clawing after no bishop. I was clawing after God. And I remember we had a, we used to have 12 o'clock prayer. And I had just bought a new car. And I come out to church. And before I come out to church good, though, he said, Bobby Mike, let me hold your car keys. I gave him the car key. And I, you know, you know how you're laughing with the church people and, you know, your brother sisters in Christ, and y'all laughing and talking about things. Girl, I'm coming by your house. Okay, come on by there. Well, look, we ought to go over. Let's talk to Bishop about all of us going over to the fish place to eat, you know, different things. Well, as I'm going to my car, I see Bishop in the front seat and Derek in the back seat. And they sitting up in there like they're in the ride. <laughs> and, and Bishop Lincoln is parked over there and I don't know where the chauffeur was, but his wife, Quan, was in the drive. So when I got to the car and I opened the driver's door, I said, uh, Bishop, I said, where you going? He said, wherever you going? I looked at him. People was clawing to get that attention. I said, okay, Bishop, no problem. He said, well, let's, let's go pick up Ken Johnson. I said, okay. No, he said, let's just go pick up Ken. And I said, Ken Johnson. He said, yes. I guess Bishop looked at me and said, you don't know no other Ken, do you? So we went on and picked Ken up. After we got Ken, we went to the bank. He said, write out a check for $3,000, Ken. And we going up uh, Montgomery. I wanted to get close to him like that. I didn't think too much of it because, see, my hope wasn't in Bishop. My hope was in Jesus. My hope was in God. Him that loved me. Now listen, we're going to five. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. He didn't wake up on February 27, 1957, and I'm going to make old Barbara run later on I decide what to do with it. No, before the world was founded. See, we're looking at this. We're looking at what's visible to us. This is why it's important that we walk in the spirit and we look at spiritual things before the foundation of the world. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace, verse 6. 
wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Seven says back to redemption, and whom we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Verse eight, wherein he has abounded towards us and our wisdom and prudence. Yeah, God love us today. He so loved the world, gave his only begotten son. God bless you, Apostle. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm moving a little further. Do I have one more? I have one more scripture on it. What is God's want for you? He wants to fill us with the same eternal life, giving love that he and the Father share. A love from before the foundation of the world that will endure long after the world is gone. Let's look at First Peter chapter 1 and let's look at verse 20. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 20. I'm saying it for myself too. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 20. I'm getting that. I'm getting that. And I am there before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Who barely was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. That would be the sun right there who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Jesus was here before the foundation of the world. When God said, let us make man, I believe he was speaking to Jesus. He hadn't made him flesh and blood yet. He hadn't allowed him to come in flesh and blood and dwell among man. But I believe that was him that was there when God said, when he said, let us make man. He was talking to Jesus, that one and only. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 22 says, seeing ye have purified your souls in being the truth through the spirit unto unframed love of the brethren that will love again. He that you love one another, look at this, with a pure heart fervently. 23 says, being born again, not of the corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Hallelujah. Thank you. It is a lamp unto our feet. It should be. And a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. But we go on feelings and we don't pay the word no attention. And it's like it's expected of him to do this and it's expected of him to do that. What, what are he expecting of us? He expects a lot of us, but is it being done? Does he see it being done? Many times he see us jump out the frying pan straight into the fire. I mean directly in the heat. That's not what he wants for us. He 
He wants better for us. He wants a full relationship. But we'll give it to mama. We'll give it to grandmama. We'll give it to the husband. We'll give it to the wife. We'll give it to children on the job. We give everybody good relationships but him. When it comes to him, because he's kind and gracious, merciful and loving, forgiving, we let him be second, third, fourth, we think. But he was the one that said, thou shalt have no other God before me. He was the, the one who holds true is the one who said that. The one who his word is true this morning, he the one said it. But we can, put, we can think that we put anybody and everybody that we want to before him. Guess what? That's what you have. You have mama. You have your husband, your wife, your children. And that real love that you're seeking for, that real thing that you really need, that true heart's desire, it's not in the, it's not even in the world. It, it, it's not a tangible thing. It's a spiritual thing. That true heart desire is a spiritual thing. You won't have it because you can't put him first. Look, when they told me God called me, I told you what I used to do. No, no. <laughs> No, that's not so. Uh uh. But it was so. What is your true heart's desire? My true heart's desire is to obey and to please God. Oh, sure, I got some tangible heart's desire. I got some tangible trips I want to take. I got a tangible community I want to build. But the true heart's desire is to obey God and to please him. To obey him and to please him, I must do the things that he can accept. Some people miss it because they they, they, they don't have, you got to have him. I'm going to put it that way and leave it alone. So we're moving on to the next question. What can you say about God? What can you say about him? That's really true for you. Because whatever you can say that's really true for you about him, it's got to be something good. And if he's good, why we don't give him our all? Why don't we make him the God of our life? We love entertainment more than him. I'd rather be entertained than to study. I'd rather be entertained than to pray. I'd rather be entertained than to go see about the sick or see after somebody. I'm so selfish. I don't want nothing but for me. You know what? I love their relationships, and this keeps me away from them too. I've seen a lot of, and they're calling them narcissists today. But I've seen a lot of relationships, and the man just truly wants to always be pleased by the woman. And if you're willing to give to please me 100%, then I can buy you a ring. I'll think about you all day. I, I'll give you a new bracelet. Guess what? That's not going to work. You can do all of that 100% for him. Something going to go like it. He's not God. 
Sometimes he's going to make a mistake. Sometimes he's going to do things on purpose. What can you say about God for yourself this morning? I can truly say he's a way maker. Now, I can truly say he is the way. I can really tell you today he made the heavens and the earth. Mm, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Mm. I can truly tell you this morning, he is the Lord of my life. I can tell you that. He's my Lord and Savior. He loves me. I'm spoiled. I, I, can, I can tell you all of these things, and it's the truth for me. Because he's proven all of these things to me. He gives the impossible. He does the impossible. I'm telling you. This is what I can say about him today. God does not give us everything we want. I don't get everything I want, but I'm spoiled enough because I've gotten so much of what I wanted. (laughs) And all that I needed. And see, people look at that in a natural way. But what he gave a car, what he gave a house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, oh, child, what he gave her, island, you know she crazy. Oh, what he gave her? Life, health, and strength. <laughs> the main thing he gave me was love. And next to that, he baptized me. He filled me with his spirit. He gave me his word. Oh, the list is endless. But people looking for natural, tangible things of what God gives. But he gave me his son. Anybody know Jesus? He gave me his word. Again, sanctify me today through that truth of that word. It's true. He sent his word and it healed it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? What can you say about God this morning? God does not give us everything we want, but he does fulfill his promises, leading us along the best and straightest path to himself. I'm going to scream right there. That was more than I wanted. I didn't know it at the time. Remember, I told you the heart's desire. See, at the time I was was out there, I, I didn't know that I had that particular kind of heart's desire, but I had it. a desire to love him, a desire to follow him. It does not make me perfect. I'm striving for perfection. I'm not perfect yet. But Apostle Paul told me he was going to show me a mystery, that we all would be changed in a twinkling of an eye. I follow Paul because I like those teachings. God is most glorified in us. When we are most satisfied in Him, we are. My goodness, (laughs) both right. Somebody help me. God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in Him. Not in the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Not with my marriage. Not with the church I attend. Not with the people on the job, not with the boss, not with who I hang out with, but God. When I glorify him, 
I'm satisfied in him. <laughs> when I lift him up and tell him thank you, hallelujah, his blessings going to come. I'm glorified. I'm talking of his wondrous works. I'm making known his deeds among the people. I travel away somewhere on my own dime, spend my money to go see about somebody. God is being glorified. It's not always about standing up at the pulpit in the building. Sometimes it's in an unexpected meeting. I thought the meeting was about this and that, but when I get there, everybody in the meeting needs something. And God would use me in that meeting to prophesy to everybody in there. And they turn it into a complete church service of praise and worship. I'm trying to get out of there because my time is up. The meeting only is supposed to last this long. I got to go. Look, yesterday, Sister Ingrid, I'm talking to her. She over in, uh, oh, my goodness. She's in New York now. And uh, not Rochester. Was it Rochester? Anyway, she said, Sister Barbara, you would love it here. She bought a house. You would love it here. I said, well, Sister Ingrid, get you a few people together, and if you don't, if you're not attending the church, or you can't get the church to bring me in. I said, get you a few people and let me know when you're ready, and we can have a house service at your house. Yes, she said, yes, and I'll cook something good, <laughs> and I'll cook for everybody. Yeah, and I know the food will be good. Now, Ingrid is trying to live her best life before God. Ingrid is trying to show God she loves him. And for you, I'll die. So what can you say about God? God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. God loves each of us as if there were only one of us. And I believe that. I believe he loved me like I'm the only one. That's not another Barbara. That's not another person. Only me. That's the way he show up for me. That's the way he showed me his love. I could be cooking something and forgot. He'll remind me. Y'all know I love that cooking thing. I can be about to do something and I'm going to do it this way this time. And he said, no, do it that way. And I can hear that in my spirit. I don't hear the audio voice, but to me, it's audio because I, I've been in it so long. Why do we need God in our lives? In our life, I should say. Why do we need God in our life? Oh, I'm so grateful unto him this morning. Yeah, Lord, I need you. Can't make it without you. You've done everything for me. You're still doing for me. Without you, I can do nothing. Oh, you make the way bright. It's you. It's you. Nothing. I'll thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. I thank you today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Why do we need God in our life? Have you ever thought about that? Really thought about that? We need God because without him, we will never be satisfied. I believe it to the last word. I believe it to the satisfied. I believe it to the last 
D after the E, where it ends. The D in the word. We need God because without him, we will never be satisfied. Remember, he made us for his pleasure. He made us in his image. Remember that? We are incomplete without union with God. We are incomplete. Don't you see people do all kind of weird and crazy and strange things? They're never satisfied with nothing. I got to experience a person that got a lot of money. Yeah, I'm talking about a lot of money and ran through it. It didn't last him six months. Was not sad. Money couldn't even satisfy. Some people, uh, uh, they, they enjoy money, but it, it don't really satisfy them. What money can do in some instances it satisfied him temporarily. And then people begin to do some weird, strange things with money. They have money. So they done did everything they could do that was good. Now they, they and then they didn't get took through all the good because their mind just 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 can't be satisfied. They bore easy. Something always got to be going on. They, they got to be entertained. And some people, they don't like all the entertainment, the noise, but they got other secret, dirty things that they do. They may be a child molester. They got money they can pay for it to be swept and kept under the rug. They may be a serial killer. You, 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 you're not satisfied. And you're going to seek wicked things because you don't have God. Without him, you'll never be satisfied. You might get a little temporary happiness, but it won't last you. God is the only one can give us complete. We are incomplete without union with God. It is as if there's a God-shaped in every one of us, only to be filled by the life of God in us. If we got it, we can be happy. Look here, the crazy stuff can be going on, but I'm happy. I cry when I praise him because it's coming from a sincere place, my heart. Why, Barbara? He is. God is. He is alive. He is well. He is real. He is my all in all. He is your all in all. He is your creator. He is. He is. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But you got to faithfully, continually, always diligently seek him. I said diligently seek him. We seek other stuff we want. Whatever we, we love, we're going to seek after that thing. I used to seek for men because I loved them. Seek for money because I loved money. Oh, I, I, let me find out if you got some uh, 
people I didn't even like in this one place called Hood. I was in an urban development. I didn't like some people. But I, I would go over there and, and stay in touch because, bro, after that, I stayed in touch because I wanted to know where the money was, where the grant money, where the, the neighborhood money, where this money. You see? But we need God in our life. The next question is asked, why do people believe in God? Ask yourself, why do I believe in God? Believing that God has a plan helps people regain some sense of control or at least acceptance. Because, you know, man like to be in control. He like to feel like he got power. And I, I never heard this word in, as much until here lately. Entitlement. People say that, oh, they think they're entitled there. Them kids, they think they're entitled to all of that. You know, I've said it too, I think. Especially when it comes to them kids today. Believing that God has a plan helps people regain self, some self, I mean some sense of control, or at least acceptance. I'm going to go with the acceptance. And it may still be gaining some sense of control for me. So another motivational factor is self-enrichment, self-enhancement. Oh, I love that. It makes me feel better. I need to feel better because if I don't feel better about me, I'm not going to do better. I might turn into some kind of killer. I might hate people because I don't have no self-enhancement or enrichment or, or, or self-worth about myself. But knowing that because of God, I am something and somebody, and he loves me, and he provides for me, and he meets my needs, and I don't have to want because he even gives natural heart desires to make me feel better. I wake up in the morning and tell him, thank you. Or if I don't say nothing to him, he writes that he yet loves me. Why do I believe in God? They went on to say, if you live in a society where religion is prized, it's in your best interest to say you believe, whether you truly do or not. Because some religions, they will kill you. If you don't agree with their religion, they think you need to be dead. I don't know who died and made them judge and jury and all of this now. And some people live in, in the old way. When he sent David out the war, or, or Solomon, I, I mean, Saul out the war. But that's not the case today. Jesus came on the scene. And when he come on the scene, God turned things around. There's some things back there he said that still go today because he still said it in the New Testament. Husbands, love your wife like I love the church and die. <laughs> I had to just throw that little bit in there, Louis. It'll be all right. I had to throw that in there. Don't take advantage of your wife. Don't try to use her. 
Don't, don't, don't want a daughter or a child. Want a woman. She got her own mind, her own thoughts. And if you treat her right, all her thoughts will be to take care of you. All her thoughts will be to please you. And sometimes they don't take care of them right and they still, the woman's thought is that man. I look at my daughter-in-law when she first got with my son, and she, she still do it now. My husband said, well, my husband, well, my husband, well, you know, my husband, I'm like, my goodness, is it all about your husband? Nobody else got a husband but you. But she loved him. And she wanted to please him in every way. And he meant the world to her. Ooh, he meant everything to her. Still do, still do. They can have a big fallout, a big dis- disagreement. She's not going nowhere. And he's not going nowhere either. They've been together over 20 years. Some days I'd be so tickled. Some days I say to myself, see, I just have to, I, I, I would have to repent because I would just have to hit him in the head with a cast iron skillet and go on and repent. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. But I thank God this morning. I thank God this morning for God. I thank him for himself. I thank him for redemption. He redeemed us back to him. We were separated in that garden. Eve went over there following what the serpent said and ate the the forbidden fruit off the tree. Messed us all up. We're moving on to the next. What is God like according to the Bible? What is God like according to the Bible? Anybody, what, what he was like to you? What is he like to you? Anybody think this way? Or we just use it? We just get, we get in trouble, or we need something, and we go to him. Do we ever just think on these things? What is he truly like? One day, if I continue to obey him and walk up right before him, one day I'm going to see him for who he really is. But what is God like? What is he really like? And according to the Bible, it says God is independent. Oh, yes, he is. Self-sufficient. Yes, he is. Self-existent. Yes, he is. Look at that. God desires to have a relationship with us. He does not need us or any of his creations. He is infinite. He don't need me. But he loved me. And he made me for his pleasure. Independent, self-sufficient, and self-existent. He desired to have a relationship with us. It's what he want to do. It's what he want. And we need to want it back. We need to want to have a true relationship with him like no one else has. We're moving on. What does God define means? 
What does God defined mean? One capitalized. The supreme of almighty reality, especially the being perfect in power, wisdom, and goodness, whom people worship as creator and ruler of the universe. To a being believed to have more than human powers, ancient peoples worship many gods. Three, a physical object as an image or idol worship. Now this what got this definition out of Miriam Webster, you know, and different definitions. Now see, for me, he, he, he's the supreme almighty. And, and I'm going to add reality in there because I need it. And without him, I, I couldn't have him. So he's real to me. Hallelujah. Where is God in our life? Where is God in our life? Where is he in my life? We're told to look for God in many places, in the scriptures, in our daily prayers, in our weekly worship. But God is everywhere. His presence surrounds us. Once we realize this, we can begin to learn how to find him in our daily lives. So maybe that's what many need to do. We ain't got that yet. Because we can study the scriptures, read the scriptures, we can pray, but we got some selfishness going on. And even in the worship, we'll go and worship God because we want what he got and we want a better life, yada, yada. But God is everywhere, it says. His presence surrounds us, and that's so true. Once we realize this, we can begin to learn how to find him in our daily lives. Lord, I'm getting ready to go to Walmart. Bless my hand. I went to Walmart, I think that was Monday or Tuesday. I hadn't been in Walmart in years because I don't go in there. I shop Walmart online, but I don't go to the store. But I think it was Monday or Tuesday I went in there. And going in there, I went in shoes. And I knew he would bless him with a pair, you know, sandals. I used to love their shower shoes, too. So I'm going in Walmart. His presence surrounds me. I can talk to him going in Walmart. Well, I was going to go. That was Sunday. I'm sorry. That was Sunday. I was going to go to the nail shop and, uh, and then get my toes done, my feet done. And they were closed. So I was walking out, and I just felt this strong. Get one of those riding carts and just have a Walmart moment. Just just take your time and go back there and look at the shoes and whatever you want to look at. And it's been so long. I know it's been three years since I've been in there. It's been so long they done changed. You know how to keep changing it all around. And I was kind of lost in a way. I didn't go to the food side. I went over to the clothes side, the shoe side. I was going to roll by the jewelry stand and look, but I said, no, get out of here. You got your shoes, what you come at, let's go. On the way back, I began to pray in my car. Where is God in our lives? Where is he? 
Do we pray before we go to Walmart? Do we pray after? Or do we pray before we go to the doctor's appointment? Do we pray before we go to work? Do we pray before this, before that? Where is God in our life? Listen, let's go to this one. What did God called us for? What did he called us for? God has called us for the purpose of obtaining the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. He has called his chosen ones unto salvation and sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth so that they might obtain the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're telling us to look at 2 Thessalonians 2, 13 and 14. Let's take a look. And, and, and then we're going to move on after this. I got some prayer requests. I don't want to forget. But uh, we're going to move on to first. That's the only. I got to go up and get it, y'all. There is a, it's a lot of Thessalonians in my book over here. Uh, wait a minute. First Thessalonians 2, 13 and 14. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And I am there. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing. Because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Hmm. Yeah. What did God call us for? What is it for us to do? For this cause, also thank me God without ceasing. Because when you receive the word of God, which ye heard of us, you received it not as the word of men. But as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Call me to believe too. <laughs> yeah, he called me to believe. And I read the wrong scripture. I gotta go back, y'all. I'm so sorry. Second Thessalonians. I keep looking at it and I'm like, something. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. Second Thessalonians. I got to make sure I got it. Two side of 13. And we're going to read down to 14. I'm so sorry. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you. Brethren, beloved of the Lord. Because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. 14 says, where until he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord. Because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. He called us. 
Well, until he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. He went on to say these last few words in 15, and then we're going to pray. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank God always because he's on our side today in spite of us. He's look, looking beyond fault and yet meet needs. Many of us know we should be dead and gone. We, we don't deserve nothing but death. But his love, his grace, most of all, is that love, his mercy. Grace is sufficient for us. All our righteousness is as filthy right. He yet will look beyond all my faults <laughs> and sorrows, my needs. Amazing grace, hallelujah, shall always be my song of praise. It was grace that bought my liberty, my freedom, his grace. He gave me to his son, Jesus, and the son set me free. And I'm so grateful unto him. I appreciate God today. I appreciate him. I love him, and I'm thankful. Hallelujah. Unto him. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning. We thank you for all that's said and done today. Father, we come before you asking that you would forgive us for all our sins and wrongdoings, wrong thoughts, wrong speakings, and wrong feelings. And though our sins be as scarlet, Father, we ask that you would wash us as white as snow, cleanse us today from all unrighteousness, and give us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us. Help us not to judge others. Father, help us to be kind, loving, gracious, and merciful as you are. Help us to let love draw others unto you, for in loving kindness, it drew us, and Father, we know that it can draw others. Help us to walk according to your word today in obedience. Help us to apply your word to our everyday life. Again, to walk upright before you daily in the name of Jesus. Father, I bring every caller and every listener before you, those coming through the archives and the podcast. And Father, I ask today that you will shower your people again today with blessings. Move for them in a mighty way. Those that are sick today, Father, we ask that you would heal in the name of Jesus. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. And there's nothing too hard for you to do. Father, those that need to stand still. For whatever reason, during the sickness, Lord, bless them to do that. Strengthen them to do that. But touching here today, in the name of Jesus, we don't believe sickness is of you. And Lord, although we get sick sometimes, it yet must work together for our good. We love you this morning. And you called all of us because you saved us. We're called to something. 
So touch and heal this morning in the name of Jesus. Bless your people this day financially, O God. Move for them in a mighty way. Men are standing in need of finance. They st- we stand in the need of money. Money answers all things. And God, we could use some today. Do it, Father, for your glory. Let us come out with the testimony in the name of Jesus. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Father, we bring those that are incarcerated before you today and ask that you remove in a mighty way for them and their families. Bless the Lord like never before in the name of Jesus. Strengthen today. Mm. Father, bless those that are in every branch of the military, widows, bereaved families, and accessory prayer people. Mm. Preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus. In obedience unto you and love for your people. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas, Israel and Jerusalem today. Mm. Continue to bless America and the leadership of America. Have mercy this morning, oh God. Lord, when you're ready, God, I know you set the country back right. But Lord, I know that we got to humble ourselves and, and pray. Seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. Lord, we know you're here from heaven. Forgive the sins and heal the land. And we know you have a purpose and a plan. Lord, we believe you even have a timing. And we trust you this day. Father, we bind up everything that's not like you coming our way today in the name of Jesus. Anything that's not Jesus, we bind it up and cast it back to the pits of hell. And, Father, we ask that you would rebuke it for our sake today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We need to. We can't do it without you. Oh, help us today, Lord. Let your power come strong in us. And, God, let us operate in your power to honor you, to glorify you, to lift you up by being a blessing to others in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you the honor. And, Father, we give you the praise, and we ask all of this today in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Strengthen us today, Lord. Strengthen us. We need your strength. Can't do it without you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful unto him this morning. I tell you, we need him today. Mm. We need him today. Let's wake up. Let's wake up a little bit. <laughs> How many come in here to have church tonight? Oh, you in the right place.
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, the studio is open this morning. If anyone has something they would like to say or share or whatever this morning, feel free to come in. Press that number one and come in and say what you feel like you want to say this morning and <clears throat> excuse me, share with us. And uh, we're always looking for inspiration, encouragement. We're always looking for that to be uplifted. And if you have something you would like to say to encourage, to uplift, to inspire, feel free this morning. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm going to bring you in. And right after you, I'm, well, maybe I should do this first, Sister Jerry, bear with me. I am going to um, do the roll call. I want to stay on top of that the best I can. I, I went and got it because I needed it. I to put it back out because you forget names and all kind of stuff. I'm not brother after this, like Sister Rita used to say. Remember that, Sister Rita? Oh, he'd get on there and just call it all the names. <laughs> and I couldn't even remember right then. I, I was reading from my, uh, my report here, and Sister Rita would cheer him on and uh all this kind of thing, it was, a, it was a good thing. It was a good thing. That's what I can tell you. And uh, I'm just grateful to the Lord this morning for uh, good brothers and sisters that I can laugh with, have a good time with, and uh, God is just faithful. So to read and say, yes, go, bro, after this. <laughs> but these days, I don't think he remembered them like that. He's going to have to write them down these days. Yeah, it's been a minute for him, too. So listen, good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. Good morning to you, Sister Jerry. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Irene. God bless you this morning. Sister Senna, God bless you this morning, Sister Senna. My goddaughter, Laura, God bless you this morning. Sister Samoa, God bless you. Sister Rita, God bless you this morning. And, uh, oh, wait a minute, that's another 52 number, 525. Wait a minute, my brother Anthony, that may be you. Okay, good morning to you, brother Anthony. God bless you. And a good morning to CR. Good morning. God bless each and every one of you this morning. Uh, good morning to you, Sister Mary Ann and uh, Sister Melanie Rose and Sister Laura, my God, baby. God bless you this morning. And good morning to you, um, Sister Angela Foote. Good morning to you, Sister Foot, and good morning to you, Sister Anna Lee Foot, this morning. God bless y'all. God bless you. And uh, Sister Angela, if you hear this and you get a chance, uh, give me a call, please, ma'am. I'll look your number up, but I don't know what your schedule is. That's why I haven't called you. But uh, give me a call. Good morning to you, Sister Sylvia Joe Jones and Sister Sharon Slayton. Uh, good morning to you, and good morning to you, Sister Kim Hopps. God bless you, Kim, and I'm trying to see who I missed this morning. All right. Oh, and our very own Apostle Claudia Boatwright. How could I do it? How could I forget that part? God bless you this morning, and uh, good morning to you, the main man. holding that chat room down over there, Brother Louis. God bless you this morning, Brother Louis. Good morning to you, Casper. Hi, Brother Casper Hamilton. God bless you. And uh, good morning to you, Brother Jermaine and Brother Anthony again, Brother D. Good morning, Brother D. 
Good morning to you, Brother Mike Hopp, Brother George West Perry. <clears throat> I don't know if he gotten back yet. Uh, Brother Lee Hamilton, good morning to you. Brother Justin Gilmore, good morning to you, Brother Gilmore. And uh, Brother uh, Marquez Griffin, Brother Frank this morning, Brother Cal, good morning to you. And maybe later, Pastor David Jackson, good morning to you. Good morning to each and every one of you. God bless you today. And uh, we thank God. And you know, I was looking, I was really looking and thinking, over a million listens. Over a million times people have listened. <laughs> Could be the same people, it don't matter to me. But over one million times they have decided to listen. And I'm grateful unto the Lord. And it don't matter why they listen, that's not my business. I just thank God. I have this one script I want to read for us this morning, and then I'm going to bring you right in, uh, Sister Jerry. Philippians 4 and 8 says, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love all that kind of carrying on right there because it keeps me not, you know, be judgmental against people or mean against people. You know, I got to think on what's right. Hallelujah. What pleases the Lord. Yeah, what's good for me. Hallelujah. And so we're thankful this morning unto him. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm going to bring you in right now. Good morning again. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. I am well. How about you? I'm good. I'm good over here. Can't complain now. I know it. I know it. I just want to say, Father God, this morning, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you. We're ending another year. Seems like we just walked into this one. And I just want to thank God for you, Sister Barbara. You come to me no matter what. You try to comfort me in any way you can. And I was just laying here this morning saying, Lord, I truly thank Barbara. She moved really quick. She said her knee bothered her, but she she be walking a marathon. I thank you, Barbara. I thank you. You do whatever you can for whoever you can. Even if I'm saying to you, oh, Harvey, you ain't got nothing. But <laughs> you, 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 you had a barrette on your hair, and your hair was so shiny and smooth. I, my hair would have looked like that, but I don't know what's going on with it because the next, I had got it done one day. The next day I woke up, it looked like some electrical shocks had went in my head, and it was sticking out like barbed wire. And I said, oh, Barbara, I want a ponytail like you. You didn't even hesitate to take the little rubber band you had off your hair and plaited your hair. And I looked over at you like, Barbara, what you going to do with that? But I didn't say nothing. I sit there patiently hoping to get a ponytail. And I said, oh, Barbara, you ain't about nothing now. The lady behind me, she just laughed and laughed. And then she Call us, you have given me a little barrette. 
but all the hair wouldn't go in. But I didn't tell her she wasn't by nothing because people kill you these days. So I didn't say nothing. I sit there quietly. I know when they calm the ADHD down. And then I said to her when we got back there, she said, Jerry, I got to go over here and have a seat. I need you to stand here with me. Now, I'm the one that's got business to take care. She's bringing me around. But, Lord, I thank God for you, Barbara. I say I want a firehouse. You were walking down there real fast to get me some firehouse. And you come back and you say, oh, Jerry's a lock on the door. Can't get you no firehouse. I can't get nothing I want. So, Barbara said, I said, what do you want, Barbara? Larry's sub? Larry sub? No, it's Larry's giant sub. Oh, excuse me. You want some Larry's giant sub? Yes. Barbara was driving to go get her some Larry's giant sub. I said, let's go over here to McDonald's. She forgot all about her Larry Giant sub and driving there to McDonald's. I said, Barbara, I thought you wanted Larry Giant sub. Well, I'm trying to help you because you owe it today. <laughs> I had to have my medication. I'm ADHD. What do you mean? <laughs> she took me in there and I made, they got some, Calvin got some, she got something. She said, what do you want to eat from McDonald's so bad, Jerry? I don't want no McDonald's. I just want a drink. Oh, my God. She was ready to take me home that instant. She was getting in that car. She wasn't saying nothing. She was just driving, driving. I said, you driving pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get it. She was getting it all right. She turning in on my street. I said, where you going? I'm not ready to go home. Let's go to the mall. She looked over at me like, who are you and where is Jerry? She took me on to the mall. I said, you said we was going to the mall. She said, I don't like going to the mall. You said you had something to get from the mall. She was trying to be nice like, if you don't get out my car, you giving me a tip of migraine. So I thank God for people like Barbara. They can handle ADHD people ever since they were six years old. I have been ADHD, had to go to the principal's office. Loretta Smith, going up there, take this bit of cup from me. Where's the cup, Miss Smith? Miss Spencer, I'm a coon you, Jerry. Okay. She going to coon me. <laughs> Skippity hop, hoppity skip to the administrator's office. But I can truly say, Robert G. Pittman, you've been my friend for over 60 years. I thank God for you. I thank God that he kept you in my life. And when I was working with an adult person with disability for Calvin, they said, in case something happened to you, Ms. Crowell, who should we contact? Barbara Smith, Barbara Pittman. She knows everything about me. She'll be able to tell y'all what to do with me. Man said, well, what should we do with you? I don't know. You go ask Barbara. He just shook his head like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll deal with Barbara with you. Okay. But thank you, Barbara. And may the Lord continue to bless you, keep you safe up and down the highways and byways. You truly have a gift, a truly gift. 
for helping those that cannot help themselves. And the way I carried on, even Kevin laughed so hard in the DMV, he couldn't even look at me. He was laughing so hard. Everybody around me was laughing. I was like, wow, they're laughing. I'm the one with the problem here. And she was like, I said, you, you know, this father, I'm getting pretty wide in this seat. I can barely fit in, right? She looked over at me and said, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, dear, yeah, 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 yeah. So you think I'm gaining weight now, Barbara? I thought I had lost the weight. She was looking over at me, well, I don't know whether to say you're losing weight or gaining weight because I don't know who you are today, I said. Okay, then they called us on back there, and Barbara, a true friend, a true champion, she even delayed driving home in the five o'clock traffic just so Jerry can ride and take me around a lot of water, Barbara. I want to look at the water, and I want to do this. Bob, I'm turning in my license. I don't need no license no more. I got you. <laughs> look at me like, this girl is crazy. <laughs> yes, I'm crazy, but I have a normal friend. Opposites attracts, Barbara, for all you do, for Calvin and myself. Thank you when I say, oh, I don't want to go out today, Barbara. You come over anyway and say, you're getting out of this house today. I'm older than you, Barbara. You have to expect your elders. She's a year, but one year older than me. You're getting out of this house. Okay, Barbara. I'm coming. <laughs> Oh, thank you for not saying no. Rolling on the floor, laughing emoji. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here with me. Yes. The good times, bad times, sad times. And even when you going through it, you will pick up the phone because you haven't heard from me. Jerry, why you ain't called me? Uh, I was giving you a time to, to get yourself together. I'm together. You're the one I need to check on. Oh, what a friend we have. God, for sending someone like you in my life. So thank you, Barbara. Yes, God bless you, Jerry. God bless you. Thank God for you. And uh, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do, serve. We serve out here. That's what we do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, Brother Anthony, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Miss Barbara. Bless how the table. Thank you. I just thank God for life ever since. Keep on the right mind, allowing me to see another day. Never seen before. Just thank you for that tip in my limbs. I thank you for who he is and me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. And I just thank God for fellowship and thank God for you being obedient. And doing what God called you to do As far as the show And you know just who you are as a person We just thank God for you And good morning to everybody Good morning to you Sister Jerry And uh, Sister Rita Brother Louis Brother Frank And everybody out there this morning Just listening And Jerry you got my teeth burning right now Cause you just up <laughs> It's a mess. I went in here cutting up right now. I'm telling you, I'm trying to hold it back. Ready to take a beat this morning. But I just thank God for for laughter and just thank God for you know people and 
that personality, and it's just a blessing. And you know, I just kind of, you know, been going through a little bit, but in the end, you know, I know I got to keep on holding on. You know, the guys unchanging hand, and you know, just keep my mind on, you know, on him, and don't let, you know, these seasons and, you know, the the storm that I go through in life, you know draw me away from God, you know, well, more than anything, to draw closer to God. And I just thank God for, you know, who he, again, who he is and me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at, and the things that is to come, you know, in my life. And you know, I'm just thinking about, you know, Ms. Barbara, who you were saying, who is God to us, you know, and I, I can say he my everything, you know, because when I needed a shoulder to lean on and I don't have nobody, you know, I know I could depend on him. I know he do. But then, you know, when I need that physical person, you know, he, you know, he'll send somebody to encourage me. You know, they might not be the physically, physically where I can lean on, but they do. They encourage me, you know, mentally. So, you know, it's it's just a blessing and a blessing in itself just to know, you know, that you have a, a savior, you know, that care enough, you know. For you, that, like you said, Miss Barber, at times where you feel, you know, you're the only person, you know, and you know it's more than just you in the world, but, you know, his love so great, you know, that it just feels like it's just you and him, you know, and I, I just thank God for for him and, you know, the connection and, you know, him, my father, you know, and I, I'm just truly blessed and, you know, I, I, can't, I can't thank him enough, you know, and Times I, you know, just look back and think about, you know, times I fell short and, uh, you know, being disobedient in situations and just in my walk at times, but yet, you know, he's so forgiving to forgive me, you know, for those things. So I I just thank God and I'm just blessed, you know, and I'm, you know, grateful and, you know, I just try to try to do the best I could do. And learn from my mistakes, and you know it's truly a blessing. Again, I just thank God and thank God for the, you know, Miss Barbara from the show and just everything. And I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Mm. I just kind of lost the word, but I just thank God because truly, you know, he's it's a blessing, you know, to have and be connected to a father like that. So I just wanted to say that, and y'all just continue to pray for me. And, and play for my family and continue to keep me lifted up. And I'll do the same for y'all. Y'all have a blessed and awesome day today. And God bless y'all. Damn, bro. I ask that God bless you. And uh, it's been a minute, and I was happy to see that number in there this morning. And uh, everything y'all know, I've been knowing Anthony quite a long time. When I was doing Jesus in the Morning TV, Anthony was over there. Came and stayed and continued on. And I saw the Lord move in his life and uh, change him completely, completely into a godly man. Yeah, a godly man. And one that understands now. He understands the word and all of that and, you know, found himself in church and all this kind of thing. I remember when he didn't have a job and every time I turned around now he traveled all across the country to enjoy yourself. 
Go see something. Enjoy yourself. So God, open that door for him. And so we're thankful, you know. And I know if he do it for him, he'll do it for you. I know if he did it for me, he'll do it for them. He's no respect of person. And he will make you feel special all if you seek him, if you seek him. Hallelujah. And so I'm thankful unto him. But I, I have said to myself, that's why a lot of um, believers, you know, sometimes they get it twisted, as I call it. Because God is so good to us. Hallelujah. Make ways out of no ways. Open doors. I didn't even know the door was there, let alone know that it was closed. Hallelujah. God is faithful. You'll never leave us, not forsake us. He will be with us until the end. And so we're thankful unto him this morning. Listen, I'm going to one more song request. But if there's anyone have something they would like to say, please, we have plenty of time. Feel free to press that number one. And come in. Yeah, I could tell Anthony was tickled, too. Uh, I could hear it when you first said hello this morning. <laughs> but we thank God for good laughter. And it's not so much, you know, laughing against Sister Jerry. But she, she some days she want to be funny. And so this is what she do. And so we laugh. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one. Yeah. Put your hands together right now. Listen, I don't know where you're listening to this at. Maybe you're in your car, you're at the crib. Maybe at the mall, the country club, maybe in the hospital. You could even be on lockdown. But I dare you to get this in your spirit. Speak to your situation and say, I will rest. I will rest. Oh, yeah. Put your hands together. Freddie P, can you let him know something? I will bless his holy name. Whether it's good time, sorrow, sunshine, or in rain. Everything in me will find a reason to bless his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
Let the weeds sing. 
Oh, you fired on. I keep I can't get it for some reason. What is wrong? of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.